This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. I like it when I feel like I'm having an impact one way or the other in the world <laughs> okay. and, and, and on individuals in particular, sure. people that I interact with. And you and I have been interacting quite a bit quite over a the bit. last week or so that you immediately <laughs> felt compelled to text me a picture of somebody sticking oh. what looks like a ribeye steak Two. into their toaster is just wonderful. My buddy, so, so I, have, I have multiple group chats since we've talked about the group chats today. I have one that is my friends who were all our main point of interest is Star Wars. Another one who our main points of interest are DC sports. And another one, these all overlap somewhat. Another one who are the, my buddies from high school that I played ball with. Okay. That was in that one. <laughs> it was, it's great. Yeah, it was just like, my boy Red said it. He was like, what is even happening here? And I'm like, I don't Did know. Did you post this yet? I didn't post it, no. Okay. But, uh, to, Emily, have you seen this? Have you checked your phone yet? To seeing this individual putting steaks in a toaster. It's a good yeah, size steak. I, I hate people like this on Twitter, on TikTok, who just make up these cockamamie recipes <laughs> just for clicks and tweets and mentions on radio shows. It's all over the place. I will say, though, Trav's first reaction was, not the worst idea I've ever seen. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I think it is the worst idea I've it's ever not. seen. My main concern with this would be setting the toaster on fire well, look, as a result of the We're going to have to make some modifications to this toaster, but the, the idea behind it's it not awful. is not the it's worst It's basically idea a ever. vertical version of a George Foreman grill on some level. It's, the, it, it's, it's a toaster, right? Like, you know when you go to a hotel? And you, they have the breakfast buffet yes. or whatever, and they have that toaster that's just got that conveyor belt that goes oh, yes. around. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's the same difference. That's what this is. Right. And if you can get it hot enough, it'll work. But that's- I think if it, if you okay, if it stands up like that, I don't think it's going to work long term because the it's not going to cook the w- way you want it to. It has to lay flat like the hotel ones do. I don't a simple know. solution: just flip the toaster. <laughs> I mean, put the toaster <laughs> on the side. <laughs> those <laughs> those steaks came out looking all right. You know what I'm saying? I, look, I. I I'm intrigued. Do if we know that if, that, if that's not just editing around it, they cooked it a separate way and okay. they edited it back? No, I, listen, Clinton, not... <laughs> Clinton, people do this, I know. which is why it pisses me off. You're right. You're right. I get it. There's a lot of phony humans out there. But what I'm saying is that if you went to somebody's house and they served you a steak and you ate it and then they doubled back afterward and say, oh, by the way, I cooked that in the toaster, would you be upset about it? Probably nah. not. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm, as long I'm as shocked you're okay with this, the end <laughs> result is, I'm not saying that I'm going to throw away my cast iron pans no, and my oven. Not. Of course not. I'm just saying that as if a, I mean, you've got a barbecue, you just got a barbecue, you know, Pretty new good. barbecue. If nice and fresh. Sliwa came to you and did this. <laughs> because Sliwa doesn't know how to cook. Like if, if, <laughs> if somebody that knows how to cook came to me and said, you know what you should try? I would listen. If Alan came to me with it, I would dismiss it immediately. Because I guarantee you these people don't know how to cook. Maybe. I don't right, know. I'm going to post this on the Travis and Sliwa All-Stars <laughs> because people need to see this. It's pretty great. It's pretty good. I don't. Am, I, am I a member of the All-Stars? <laughs> but yeah, they, uh, the whole that whole Twitter page, uh, the messed up food thing is literally my nightmare. I hate it. <laughs> There's another one called F'd Up Looking Food. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, 
What's the phrase? You eat with your eyes first, right? It's got to it's look palatable before you can dive into it. Occasionally, you'll get something that looks like a dog's breakfast. It tastes pretty good, but it but it but it's rare. I will engage you in my nightmare next time I, I have some of these messed up foods come up on my Twitter or my TikTok feed, and then you will see the hell that I live in. I, I'm, I'm with you, like, generally speaking, Em, because usually it's it's a recipe that's an abomination. This yeah. this is just a piece of meat with heat added to it. Well, it's I'll, just the, the, the implement used to cook it is did you get to did you get to the end of the video i haven't watched the video i'm just looking at the picture she poured the whole bottle. douses it oh. in a1 like yeah, the entire crazy. bottle this that's a that is a far greater effect that's a felony to the misdemeanor that is sticking steaks in a toaster if you're going full bottle over the steak i can't do that it's way too much a lot but okay you ready uh, yeah i look i like if you have a really good cut of meat and it's cooked properly you probably don't need a1 but here's the rough it one's pretty damn good. It's pretty good, but it's a dipping <laughs> it's sauce. It's pretty damn good. You don't good. slather the no, meat I, in I A1. Agree with you, okay. But right. it's this I am not gonna shame an A1 person. Ugh. I'm okay with it. You know why it's good? Because it has anchovies in it. That's true. And it gives you that little nice, tart. rich little, little richness, tart. little bad. fishiness. It's pretty darn good. I'm getting steaks afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> I was cooking say, them in the toaster? Just, it's a steak. It's a steak hey, kind of night. Bad idea. I get a steak before I go to Dodger Stadium. Then I will defriend you on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> this is how you defriend for yeah, me. This is the Emily's this is the group chat version. Issue. Goofy, goofy recipes that you're botching for clout. That's I think fun. the only person I've ever deleted from my phone was Sliwa because he added a green bubble to my life and I just won't oh, tolerate that's it. That's another factor. Don't I get just me started on that. Yeah, that's a, that's a, no, we're not happening. Can't do those. It still just comes up the number. I'm like, who, who's, who's this? Yeah, you have to Context clues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I have my setting where if it's every week my stuff goes away. Really? Yeah, and that's so, the kind of lifestyle you're living. I just I don't need it. You don't need it. Yeah. Don't need it. Put it this way: if I'm not talking to you for multiple weeks at a time, I probably don't probably, need to go back. Yeah, you to don't it. need to another number, right? right? And so it'll probably like there's not a lot of context in some of these. How many people are you like? What do you think your your top? How do you say this? What do you think the the big the roster sizes of the people you text with on a let's just say a monthly basis? Is it like, like 100? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's okay. about right. All right. I, I don't know. I feel like I have a Maybe lot of- slightly less, but not by a mile. Okay. Maybe 75. 100. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's not. That's a, that's a reasonably big number. That's bigger yeah. than I would have thought, to be honest. Not well, to say, I, I just feel like you live a prairie composed, you know what I'm saying, sort I, of I, look, lifestyle. I, I'm a, a man of a certain age. I right. know what I like. I yeah, know what I don't like. This is like. what I'm saying. You don't and, have room and, for all this other noise. But I have a lot of things that I do like. I have okay. a lot of people that I do like to communicate okay. with. Good. I've got a college group. I've got a local group. I've okay. got work groups. Um, I've got family groups. All right. I've got, yeah, all I, got, right. I got some stuff. That's good. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like I, to see that. I even text you on occasion. I was, on occasion? Well, yes. We, we talk about goofy baseball stuff all the time. <laughs> you know what I mean? But This is not goofy baseball stuff, no. but it is baseball stuff. Kershaw came back. For the first time, basically a couple months. Um, he was good. Yeah. He, he was good. The Rockies are not good. No. So I guess you can kind of put that in the equation a little bit. But two weeks on the shelf, no minor league rehabilitation time at all. He just comes back in last night, five innings, one run, no walks, four Ks. He looked like Clayton Kershaw. And instead of having – like, okay, we got – it's they absolutely have to have – Clayton Kershaw at his best if they're going to make a run. There's a couple things about this, and you mentioned one of them. The no rehab starts to me was a good sign because it also shows that they figured out this process of how to get Kershaw back to where he needs to be without it being some big surprise. Mm -hmm. And years before, it's been like, oh, right, Kershaw's hurt again. And there was a certain inevitability about it that almost was disappointing. This was more like, oh, no, no, no. This is Kershaw's shelf time. And when he comes back, we'll be ready to go. So that, that part of the process, I thought, uh, was encouraging. 
But you're right. If Without Kershaw being in top form, and not just his top form, but top form for the rest of the league, they yep. can't win. No. They can't win. Agree, and, you know, it's 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 – they can. It's just much more difficult. Well, I mean, uh, you know, and we've talked about this, Greg Bergman and I, Corporate Greg, on Blue Review, which you can check out at ESPN YouTube. I'm on that ESPN a lot, LA's YouTube. <laughs> that, that, that being the thing that happens every time I mention it is now much funnier than anything else surrounding it. But I almost completely forgot what I was saying. Oh, here's what I was saying. The issue with it is that you're talking about the Rockies, for example. The competition goes up in the playoffs. It yeah. sounds so obvious, but it's real. The of course teams it is. are better, yeah. so you can't just get by with and the same the type of stuff. And even the good teams are better than they are during that's, the regular that's season. That's what I'm that, saying. That, you know? that bullpen guy you get in August doesn't pitch in the postseason. No. <laughs> he doesn't right? throw that, that, that. You that tighten guy, up the rosters. Right. Yeah. You, you, one of your starters is now in the bullpen. Mm-hmm. Okay? The guy... I'm trying to think. The, I'll use an example here locally. The Phil Bickford on the other team... He ain't getting to him. He's not making the postseason he's, roster. He's, he's not on yeah. the team, the and roster. even if he is, he's there in the event that you get a twelve to nothing game, right? And you just need you're not you don't want to use any of your real guys, so you have to have him. They're going if the Dodgers are going to win the World Series this year, and I think they got a chance. They're going to have to do it by winning a bunch of games eight to six. Yeah, th- th- that's how they're going to do it. They're not going to win a bunch of three to twos. Thankfully, they're good at that. They are good at it, and they have they have a a roster and a team constructed that can play like that. The, the difference is <laughs> Kershaw has to win, right? Yeah. So, and if you're just going ace for ace and like Max Fried, the Braves are going to Spencer Strider, they're going to expect their guy to win too. Correct. Right. So it's, you're, you're a little bit of a, a stalemate at that point. Beyond that, Julio, I still feel mostly good about going into these situations, but after that, Bobby Miller, your third guy, Lance Lynn, your third guy, Tony Gonsolin, I'm almost positive, is the odd man out at this point. Maybe, but Tony Gonsolin also is a guy that perhaps can get innings. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know that I trust Urias any more than I trust Gonsolin for being oh, real. Yeah. Oh, no, that's I, Again, crazy, again, again, like, the struggles early in the season to me indicated something larger than just not having his stuff. You know what I'm saying? We've talked about this. Whether or not he's exactly as in shape as he needs to be he's not. or whatever the case may be. I don't, I'm not saying that his top side isn't way higher. That's a given. I just don't know that I trust him as much. But here's the thing there, I do there's like. There's one other thing you left out, though, before you move to the next Go ahead. Thing. What's up? Julio's not scared. No, that's true. And, but, and Julio is, there's no holy blank. This no. is, this, he's going to go out there. He might get hit, but it's not going to be because he's afraid to throw the ball over the plate. You're correct. With Tony Gonsolin. He nibbles a lot. He nibbles a ton. Yeah. He I, nibbles I'll a ton. I'll give you that. But what I'm saying is that what I like about this team is that these guys are having fun. Like this dancing bit is not just goofy stuff for the cameras. Like when a team is bonded on a level like that, it plays a factor in terms of who you are when you get to the postseason and the medal that's tested of you. I do think they have what it takes from a bat standpoint to get far. Just can they get over the hump to get a title? I don't know about that. It's a lot to ask. It's a lot to ask because you can't go cold. Right. Right. If if those bats go cold, and like you just said a second ago, you're facing not only good pitching, but – good pitching that's already been condensed even more exactly so you're getting more of the best guys more often so that makes it far more challenging and you just don't have the arms on your side to go through hey let's just get through six innings and have it be one one and then we'll throw it to the bullpens and right that's where our opportunity is you're gonna have to hit guys because your guys are gonna get hit this is very that's true. part of it you said something else that i want to get into next the camaraderie mm-hmm. the pressure and the expectation as we get closer to the postseason for the Dodgers is far different than it's been in the last four or five years. And they're not as good, but they might be in a better spot. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 
Yates in for sleep on 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. The Travis Lee Show has teamed up with Waba Grill to give away lunch for your office. Listen today during the Waba Grill lunch hour on 710 for the cue to call. And you could be the Waba Grill Workplace of the Week. That's today on 710 ESPN. Try Waba Grill's new Boom Boom Tacos with their value bowl combo, a mini chicken bowl, a Boom Boom Taco, and a drink for only $8.59 plus tax. Now through Sunday only at Waba Grill. Eat smart, be healthy. Northwest Little League underway against Media, Pennsylvania. Stranger to run our third to start the game. Do we know if El- do we know the details on the El Segundo team? Do we have the update? I'll have to find that for later. Because El Segundo is I that believe, our California representation? I believe their representation, uh, they are playing to get in as well. I will look that up as well because I do not want to simply be making it all about you. You've done own. most of the baseball things there are to do. Correct. That's near the top of your list, isn't it? The Little League World Series. It's fun, man. And it's one of those things where you get. Williamsport has a lot to do with that because of the place that it is. You yeah. know, it's, there's a vibe there that's very interesting. But it's it's also like I said, it's I don't I don't like using the word pure because I feel like that's a little awkward. But uh-huh. it is it is one of the one of the most basic levels of what baseball kind of is. You know what I mean? It's not a whole lot of other junk. You're there to play. You're there to hang out with your friends. Your family's there. That's it. You lose. Uh, you go home. They play on ESPN at six p.m. tonight. Okay, it's, El Segundo uh, Northern in Southern California. Is that to go to Williamsport? Uh, I d- Likely, do not yes. know the answer. I think, okay, yeah. I think it would be because that's the time of year that we are in. So. Jorge, are you laughing at me right now? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. You'll, you'll hear it in a little bit. Yeah. Okay. I just, you know, because for those of you that are not watching on YouTube, 90% of the time I'm looking across the desk at Clinton. Yes. We're having a conversation. And then to my three o'clock is Emily and Jorge. Mm-hmm. And I will look in there occasionally and all of a sudden i see jorge cracking up on something <laughs> yeah that's because uh we have our own show back yeah, here no, so trust me. the <laughs> behind the glass show is a whole other operation it is know? one of the, the what was that the it is cl- one of the <laughs> <laughs> what was i trying to say there i don't know you tell me that's funny i don't know that's a weird one i don't Cluck. remember what i was saying i don't know <laughs> it is one of the classic classic probably is right classic. yeah I, was, I stopped mid-go Should be a detective so. probably <laughs> I'm Friday. The audio detective. I'm Friday. He's Tyler. <laughs> the boss is Jorge. You know, I told you, I listen to Dragnet every single Sunday night of my life. It's great. That you listen to it is I, the thing the, that- The big broadcast yeah. on WAMU. It's yeah. fantastic.
But we got a, a trickle out of some of the schedule yesterday for the Lakers going into the season. But yep. this is one little factoid to have. Um, so the Lakers play Phoenix uh, with Kevin Durant on October 26th. Again, provided that everyone is playing. Mm-hmm. But this will be the first time since 2018 that LeBron and Katie would face off if they are both playing on the court at the same time. Interesting. Which is they either Five one years. Yeah, either one has always been injured. When would that? Who would? Wow. What teams have they have even been on? Warriors and Cavs. I guess Warriors and Cavs. Yeah. yeah. That's, yep. Wow. Yeah. That's that's that's. Are you bo- sure? It's that's a very weird stat. Yeah, no, it, it was tweeted out. Yeah, it was like an ESPN ball tweet sack out. sports. Ball sacks. No, <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> but I remember us bringing this up yes. last Christmas. But then I think either LeBron was injured or Kevin Durant was injured and they couldn't play. But yeah, it would have been the first time last. December. I think that the, obviously this is not breaking news. I, I think that the Lakers are going to be really good this year. Yeah. The league thinks they're going to be really good this year. The television networks think that they're going to be really good well, this year. It's going to be fun to Lakers. watch. Yeah. yeah. They get opening night. And I think opening night of the NBA season, there's only two games, I believe, right? That's what it was last year. I think there's just two okay. games on that first night. There's the East Coast game. There's the West Coast yeah, game. Yeah, because opening night is treated like it's like the opposite of Christmas. Right. That's the way it works. It, yeah. it's, it's, and they get the, the game, uh, the first one. Lakers at Nuggets to open the season. Oh, ring ceremony. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. You got to watch another ring ceremony. bad blood after, in the offseason between these two teams, with Mike Malone jawing, with LeBron good. jawing. Was that good? I mean, okay. Was I, I know it's low stakes, bad blood. Yeah, but, I was going to say. It's it's something. I don't know. It usually is nothing. This I, is, yes, yeah, exactly okay, right, fair Emily. Enough. Exactly right. And this is probably generational more than anything else. I loved that for 80% of the career, Larry Bird and Magic Johnson wanted to, the other person to die. Right. No, they I get it. Hated I'm fine each with other. It. They hated each other, and it was real. Michael Jordan wouldn't pound around with guys. No, he wasn't doing that. And and I don't mean to sound like an old man right now, but there's the games are great no matter what. But when I know that that guy hates that guy and vice versa, <laughs> it's cute. so much more fun. Yeah. Yeah, and then also the other matchup on opening night is Phoenix Suns and Warriors. Chris Paul's previous team with his current team. We'll see if he oh, actually plays. Schedule makers making a little magic happen there. That's, that's and fun. great markets to on all these teams. Yeah, that's fun. That's, that's not going to work. What, Paul and Golden State? You don't think so? I don't. What's not to work, I the, think, is the, the way it, That his role on that team is not going to be something he's going to love. I, I would agree with that. And I also don't really understand why they did it for that exact reason. Yeah. Like, you, you, you're a team that already has enough veterans. You're a team that already has enough... Sort what is of, Chris Paul's greatest skill at this point in his career? I think his greatest skill is being a leader of humans. It, yeah, it, I, exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. Right. That's not the problem. Now. Yeah, I, that's a weird move. With for me. with Steph and Clay and Draymond and Steve Kerr, they don't have a leadership. Especially since you since you kept Draymond. You know what yes. I'm saying? Like it'd be one thing if they said, "Hey, guess what, Draymond? Punching people in the face is not what we're going to do. You got to go." Then maybe you fill a void. They're all still there. Lakers and Celtics on Christmas Day. Okay, here in uh, in LA. That's a game I would go to. Yeah. Have you For been sure. to one of those Christmas games? I've not been to a Christmas game. I've, no. I've only done it yeah. once or twice. When, I, I've only done it at home once. Mm-hmm. It's a different vibe. Really? It, yeah. And, and not a bad vibe. It's just, it's a very, because, you know, Christmas morning is its own thing. And then, you know, Going out to a thing later that night, at least for me, is something yeah. that I typically didn't do. Right. That I would stay at home with family and, and you'd have another dinner and all these sure. things. But to go to, and I remember going in there going, that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah no. We did it this past season with the Broncos and the Rams. And yeah. They, we were playing Rams uh, on Christmas Day and it's still a cool feeling, you know? Emily, do you stay here typically for Christmas? Uh, So last year I didn't because it was on Christmas Day. So, but I went home the week after, like the day Got after it. I, fl- I didn't flew you home. Get really sick too. That was Thanksgiving. Oh, Thanksgiving, okay. I got COVID and I got real bad COVID. 
so uh and I, so i went home for that i gotta so, say i love christmas in california it's like the it's like one of the people are like, oh my god yeah. don't you miss the snow it's i'm like degrees. absolutely not it's gorgeous <laughs> but yeah with and the, it's christmas are you people idiots <laughs> with the yeah. ram schedule i'm usually home either like I'm home the week before Christmas, the week after Christmas. Right. Okay. So the Christmas Day games for the NBA: Bucks at Knicks, Sixers at Heat, Celtics at Lakers, Mavs at Suns, Warriors at Nuggets. Okay. So you got your your five Christmas Day games, which the NBA it's the unofficial opening of the NBA season, it is. right? That's I would argue that. I, listen, if they wanted to start the season on I Christmas agree. Day, I would not hate it. I agree. Not even joking. But you would get no pushback from me. The NFL is basically saying, "No, you guys can't have that day." We're 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 coming in heavy too. Okay, so what what day of the week is Christmas this year? I don't know, Emily. Because to last year it worked out because it was on a Sunday or was it a Monday? I think it was a Saturday or was it a Saturday? It, it was a so, weekend. Like the NFL's not going to get to Monday. Pull, they're not going to get to this pull year's a that. Monday. Yes, this year's so a Monday. So they got another one. They're not going to get to pull that every year. They're going to get it on years. So they get it on a Saturday or they'll Sunday or a Monday. Three, they'll probably pull it whenever Christmas is on a Saturday, whenever Christmas is on a Monday, Sunday, or Thursday. So really, the only Thursday days maybe. Yeah, Thursday uh, they will. The three, NFL will three NFL games on Christmas Day. Raiders Chiefs. You're going to want to watch that. Perhaps. Right. The Giants and Eagles. You're going to want to watch that. And the Niners and the Ravens. You're going to oh, want wow. to watch that. At the Niners, end Ravens. of the season, probably like week, what, uh, 15? The old, yeah. Harbaugh, the old Harbaugh Bowl. Yeah. yeah. No, that that those are three games. And as we saw with the, the – did you see the Hall of Fame numbers? The, that crappy yeah, Browns. Yeah, they outdid the, foul, they, they, they they outdo the NBA Finals. They outdo everything. Yeah. Even they, when the Broncos and the Rams last year sucked, it outdoes it. everything. To be fair, I, and yes, and I get the TV ratings are listen. For it's those not of us in this business, it's, it's not everything, thing. but it is one thing, and it's one thing that the NFL consistently does well, and they also consistently make it seem like it's the most important thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, which is interesting to me. I, I would argue that the interaction with the leagues, other than the NFL, that are not television, are pretty daggone good you know what i'm saying in terms of the nba I, I online online or otherwise oh, yeah, you yeah. know what i mean in terms of people who follow the leagues but aren't necessarily watching games the nba has almost taken games out of the equation it's the least of, interesting of, of, part of, of the nba yeah it's the, the playoffs are great and then the drama and the the maneuvering yes. is great in the nba exactly the actual wednesday night game between the bucks and the sixers it's fine right but it's not must see the way that the football most, game yeah, it's most, also different because this is the end of the season for the nfl these games matter yep. at this point in time all, yep. all the games matter in the nfl but these ones specifically in the nba if the lakers lose to the celtics on christmas day who cares right the the part that i just can't figure out with the nfl is there isn't one thing that they do right combine draft free agency holiday games regular season games everything works for them <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean like there, yeah. there isn't that thing i don't need to see that what pro bowl the pro bowl is it's the pro bowl gone is the, is the pro bowl still exist in a different form okay. not the way that it did for a long time but even people watch it there's just something i don't know about, how some of you guys do it man like i said you know i'm not the biggest I, I nfl guy not, in the world that, but it's, you it are, stuns me how you're the exception the, no i get it and yeah. what i'm saying is that it stuns me the appetite that football fans have for so for much all, non-game stuff. For all of it. Like, it's like, for all of yo. it. There, there isn't one thing that right. is like, ah, eh, that's the one that doesn't work. Let's, let's. It surprises me every single time. You know what I mean? Not because I don't believe that it's real, but just because I'm just thinking to myself, like, my goodness, they only, they, they, they only play once a week. You know, it's When wild. are you going to leave the Dodger game tonight? Probably mid four. That's typically what I do these days. I'll go for BP and I'll go, you know, circulate on the field, talk to some people, maybe hit the clubhouse, maybe talk to some guys. Probably walk around, eat some food, drink a beer, get out of there. Mid four. 
That's not a bad plan with the Rockies. The reason I know the reason why I would go mid four. I started this plan back in D.C. is because mid four is when they used to do the president's race, Mm. and so that was a great time. You see that? That's a good gimmick. Time to go. Yeah, that's a good. That's one of those gimmicks that works really well. Yeah. Is it Atlanta that does the freeze? Uh, they do the freeze. That, I uh, love that one, Milwaukee too. has sausages. sausages. Yeah. The Nashville Stars, Sounds, excuse me, which, uh, who are in AAA, they have the Legends of Country, which is fantastic. They have it's Reba, Dolly. Willie Nelson? No. Uh, Johnny Cash, and one more guy whose name I always forget. George Jones. That's exactly who it is. Yeah. Yes. They have yeah. those four who race every time. So if you've never been to Nashville to see that, you should do it. I that bet sounds on good. Dolly. I like those. Yeah. You bet on Dolly? Reba, yeah. Dolly's blonde. Reba's got red hair. It's awesome. Is it do, similar to the Founding Fathers run? In, uh, it's exactly like that. Yeah. yeah, that's precisely Do we know is. who the Freeze is in Atlanta? Because that dude can haul Yeah, I think ass. the Freeze was a guy that ran track at Georgia State. Okay. I'm fairly certain he was like an 800 runner at Georgia State. <laughs> he knows that's, what he's yes, doing. He's, no, yeah, he's a legitimate track runner. All right, big difference between this year's Dodger team and some of those other ones coming into the postseason. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. If you get hurt in an accident, call Sweet James. Not complicated, right? What the insurance company is going to try to do, they're going to try to make it complicated and difficult, and they're going to try to steamroll you and everything else. But what you do after a car accident, a motorcycle accident, a truck accident, whatever type of accident you find yourself in, you call Sweet James, 1-800-9-MILLION. That's 1-800-9-MILLION. Easy to remember. 1-800-900-0000. Because you do not want to take on the insurance companies by yourself. You want somebody to help you through that. You want somebody that has the experience of nearly 20 years. You want somebody that used to work for the insurance companies so he knows their moves. That's what Sweet James does all day, every day. Personal injury, it's what they do. It's all that they do. That's why they've been awarded best attorneys in America. It's why I called Sweet James after accidents in my family. It's why I've recommended it to my friends, and they've called Sweet James after accidents in their lives. If you are hurt in an accident, call Sweet James. 1-800-9-MILLION. That's 1-800-900-0000 and SweetJames.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, so if you've been paying attention today, you know that it is a Waba Grill lunch hour, and you got a chance to win lunch for your office, and we've got today's winner. It is Jesse in Fontana. Jesse, congratulations on uh, Waba Grill for you and your office. Way to go. Hey, hey, Travis. Thank you so much. So what are, were you going to start with the tacos? Are you going to go dumplings? Uh, Yates is a, a dumplings man. What big are you going to do? dumplings guy. I'm a big dumplings guy myself. Outstanding. So your favorite show on this radio station is what? Now that we've given you lunch. <laughs> oh, Travis and Sleewood. There you yeah. go. That's what I needed to hear. Excellent. Good job, Jesse. Thank you, guys. Enjoy, Thanks. my friend. That sounds fantastic, right? Caller number seven today, of course, was this week's Wava Grill Workplace winner. You can win Wava Grill for your office on the 710 Wava Grill Lunch Hour. Thanks to our friends at Wava Grill. you got to try Wava Grill's new Asian-inspired Boom Boom Taco Trios with your choice of chicken, ribeye, steak, or shrimp. You can also try Wava Grill's new Boom Boom Tacos with their Value Bowl Combo. That would be a mini chicken bowl, a Boom Boom Taco, and a value drink for only $8.59 plus tax. Now through Sunday, only at Wava Grill. Eat smart, be healthy. 
popular man Jesse will be. Hey guys, guess what I got it for us today? Got boxes and boxes of dumplings. Yeah, love and that guy. Boom boom tacos. Somebody who shows up to with lunch at an office is automatically the most famous person. It's there. it's okay. It's a great thing. It's the best part about being in radio. Is the, the food the, the that comes through? Yeah. Food comes yes. through here. This is right. When I was when I was a young man and I would listen to radio shows, I would always think, "Oh, that's so cool! They just bring it is. stuff, you know." <laughs> like, and then like, like turns out right. it is pretty cool, right. you know. No, it, when a day or two a week, all of a sudden you turn yeah. your head and there's a kitchen full of stuff. Exactly, it's fantastic. That's it's a, a great. Day. It's a great feeling. You're distracted. I'm distracted. Well, see, here's what happened. I was trying to be on. I was trying to watch. The game on, on the feed. Yes, and it's behind. So I had to rotate. You know exactly what's happening here. I had to rotate because the online feed is behind the cable feed, which is above me. So if you're watching on YouTube, pardon. I'm looking into the sky. Do you need me to put the TV on a different station? No, no, no. no it's fine. It's, to help it's fine. No, I don't, I don't want to rejected my I don't want to upset any Apple carts. I just want this to go down the way it needs to. And there's so far been two base runners. They've had none. We're in the second inning. And my stomach is in my throat, as they say, as far as nerves are concerned. <laughs> but anyway. I, like, I do like that your old coach is still there. That's yeah, I mean, that's cool. the reason why this matters. I mean, otherwise, these would just be kids who I don't know. But, like, two years ago, oh. That got some, he got some barrel on that. He hit one out before. Yeah. Oh, nice track. Nice. Um, two, through maybe four years ago, the league from a, from my kid brother's league made it this far. And I coached oh, in that nice. league. So, like, there's, been, there's still some connectivity to it. But, basically, it's the coach the reason why. I don't know any of these kids. All right. So, this is the Little League World Series. The yep. Dodgers attempting to get back to the World Series for the fourth time in the last seven years mm-hmm. is what it would be if they could get it done. Obviously, they've only had one successful World Series run in 2020, which, I'll say it again, is not less than, but it's very different. Certainly different. It's very different. Um, this is different. This season is different than the seasons we've seen previously. Last year, team record 111 wins. Year before that, 106 wins. Year before that, 105 wins. Year before that, 105 wins. They win a lot of games. And in all of those seasons, they were either the heavy favorite or one of the teams that there would be absolutely no surprise had they punched their ticket. This is a little different. This is a team that's not going to win 100 games probably. No. This is a team that has – holes they, they have holes in their roster at the back end of their their order they they have all sorts of holes in their starting rotation they have holes in their bullpen yeah and you were talking about the the freddie freeman the, the dance dancing they yeah got going they've had some different they've had the, the train they've that's had been the look one. through the curtain yeah they've had some things but there's a vibe to this team which is a lot more hey land let's just see what happens as opposed to you know, if we don't win the World Series, everything calls failure. Well, I mean, and because that's the standard that the fan base has put on the team. That's the standard that, to many, uh, by many accounts, the franchise has put on itself. Mm-hmm. But the stat that I always say that sums it up the most easy is the Dodgers have never won a World Series when they won 100 games. And that's such an oddball thing to think about because you think to yourself, wow, is there actually a correlation? Probably not. Probably not. But the expectation correlation is a big one. And so when you're going into this as a team and you're thinking, all right, we're not the biggest, baddest dudes on the block, so to speak. We're just here to play baseball the way that we want to. Yeah, maybe it does loosen something up because that Padres series last year. I was just going to, did you and I hang out at game one? Did we spend time together? Did we? I can't remember. I want to say we did. Okay. That and I was, the reason I'm asking is it felt different. It felt weird. Man. Yeah, there was something in the air in that series that was not positive. It was this sense of impending doom. Don't almost. mess it up. Yeah, don't uh, mess of, it up. Don't mess it up. Of 
if anything less than you go out there and you don't beat these guys by four or five runs, it's like, what the hell's going on I do here? think a little bit of that had to do with the fact that they were facing the Padres, too. Perhaps. And so there was an extra element of like, oh, right, it's also the little no, brother brother. element. You can't not botch. A team botch. that you beat like 20 out of exactly. the You times. can't botch this one because they were oh, playing well at the can. time. And they did. But yeah. it I, was there, there was something in the air. In yeah. Even the game one that they won, I think they were ahead five to nothing and ended up winning five to three. I'm going by memory. But it was – Hey man, we escaped. Yeah. Not we're the better team. We're in a good spot. You could feel it coming. Go back a couple week or month or so when they clinched before the end of the season. Andrew Friedman was on the the television broadcast saying, "Hey, let's not just blow past this. We won another division title and we're back in the playoffs. Savor this for what." And you could almost feel that. Hey, I can. All, you can already feel the yeah. pressure that's being put on these guys. We're accomplishing something that all of the eggs can't be in this one basket. And they were. I don't think they are this year. It's not. And it's also, it's such an awkward thing. Because what are you going to say? No, don't try to win as many games as possible. You know what I mean? You know, but at the same time, the way that they're doing it is what is most impressive about this to me. Is that they look like they're having fun. I'm sorry. That is a factor in playing a game with a bunch of other people. If you're having a terrible time, this isn't NFL football where everybody's going to go out there and try to rip somebody's head off nine times out of ten. And that's going to get you the best result. I don't believe in that when it comes to baseball teams personally. And this particular team. This particular set of personalities, the gel factor is there. And I mean, not just because of the beginning of the season, but also the guys they picked up at the break have contributed. And this is always what the case is for the Dodgers. But that doesn't always mean that everybody likes everybody as much as they do. And it seems to be that that's the case. Well, I know that there was some frustration that the Dodgers didn't land a name at the deadline. And you see Scherzer go to Texas. You see Verlander go back to Houston. You see some names move around. Fact of the matter is, and... The five guys that they've got, they've all contributed so far. Rosario and Hernandez have been terrific. Right. Ahmed was a revelation, He's been I would say. Great. Yeah. So Kike's been old Kike. Resurrected he looks himself. Like Dodger Kike yeah. all over again. Lance Lynn's pitched well in both games that he's gone out there. You think he pitches again tonight? Um, Ryan Yarbrough, again last night, looked really He's yeah. pitched twice. Solid he's looked stuff. good twice. Joe Kelly. Other is than Joe Kelly Phillips is probably their most reliable bullpen. Owner. I would say so. Yeah. yeah. So good they call. went out and got five guys. All five of them are chipping in. All five of them have, and none of them are Justin Verlander. Yeah. Max Scherzer to where, oh, okay, now we got to go in the World Series. These were all moves on the margins. They're all working pretty well. And like you were saying, playing baseball loose is far more important than playing baseball with your fist clenched. I agree 100%. You, you, with it playing, you can play football with your fist clenched. You can't really do it in baseball. It doesn't It doesn't work. If the playoffs started today. They're the second seed. They're the second seed, which means they would have – I'm not. I'm looking for a bracket. They would get the highest it. remaining wild They would get card the highest remaining wild card. So it would probably be – it wouldn't be the Reds at this point, but – The Cubs, the Brewers. The Cubs or the Brewers, yeah. Okay. If they win their wild card match. Right, exactly. Okay, yeah. all right. That's no, not they're, bad. They're in a good spot. Yeah, and that's the other thing. They're, they're in a good, good spot. spot. Like, they're not – Again, I was talking about that 100-win thing because that's just a quirky stat, but they're also not fourth or fifth down the line. You know what I mean? They're 95, 6, They're at the top to the point that they'll be able to have a favorable matchup either way. They won't have to body their way through it, you know, the way that they did before. Or Or, might have to. I'll I'll give you the answer first before I, I ask you your question because I am. 
I am incredibly surprised. Not that they're in the playoff hunt, not mm-hmm. that they're even leading the division, but here we are getting towards the middle of August, and they are comfortably ahead in this division Yeah, despite all of the injuries that they've had, the pitching problems that they have, and quite frankly, the roster that they opened the season with. I said before this season I didn't think this was a season in which a World Series title was a reasonable expectation, necessarily. It always is with certain teams because obviously they're good enough. But, yes, I was with you. And the thing to me – that's obviously the most surprising is, of course, the rest of the division has been garbage. You know what I mean? The, the Padres have completely fallen apart. We talked yesterday about the Juan Soto situation, right. him talking about guys quitting. That was the main reason why I thought this was going to be tough for the Dodgers. I thought they the were Pods the were going to get it together. Them, not San Francisco. And or Arizona. Arizona, for a while. Arizona fell this, back to earth. This is one of my great things about being. <laughs> you're going to be what you're going to be. Yeah. It, it, if you're a 500 team, you might win 10 in a row. That can happen. But that also means you're probably going right. to lose 10 in a row. Right. So the, the, the water is going to seek that level. The, if you are an average player on an average team, your team's average. Once in a blue moon, the Giants a few years ago, when they won 107 Well, when games, the Giants do it, they win the World Series. That's the problem. You know? Go back two years ago, right? That, that Giant team, I think, was predicted to win like 78 games. They no. won 107. That never <laughs> that happens. Happen, yeah. And it, it, they did, and they also got clipped in the first round by That's the true. Dodgers. That's true. It's a weird sport. It's the best sport. And uh, who knows? I, we'll I see. I'm a, going into it last season. It was a all right, man. Here it is, and now it's a yeah. Let's go see what happens. It's a very let it hang out. Very different energy amongst everybody involved, top to bottom in the franchise. The dump coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. I know we talked about it earlier in Factor Cap, but I want to bring it up again. So today, on this day, August eleventh, two thousand eight, men's Olympic four by one hundred freestyle relay. Uh, final in Beijing happened, and it was Phelps' second of eight golds. If he didn't get this gold, he would not have uh, gotten the record for most golds in a single Olympics. And it potentially, I know I'm Travis is a big fan because ole, ole, it could have been ole. maybe an, the best final relay leg ever. And I'm going to play the sound hmm. real quick. It's from Dan Hicks and Rowdy Gaines of the call of this leg of the relay race. I think he can do it. He's trying to ride that wave as much as possible. Bernard is pulling away from him. Lisa, Look at the world record level. A three-time Olympian. The world record is absolutely going to be shattered here. The United States try to hang on to second. They should get the silver medal. Australia is in bronze territory right now, but Lizak is closing a little bit on Bernard. Can the veteran chase him down and pull off a shocker here? Well, there's no depth that he's tightening up. Gauchos. <laughs> Cody with a full ole, fist pump ole, in the Standing fist pump. I have goosebumps. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not joking here. It's such an amazing call, and the Olympics are such a different level than everything else sometimes. It's so cool. If you have a chance to see it yourself, I would go back and see it. And Michael Phelps like puts his arms down like, yo. Yeah, I remember, yes, I, that's I, the moment. That's yeah. the moment yeah, I remember, too. the guys too. started The guys on the out. pool deck. They were throwing out on the yeah. side of the pool. Yeah. yeah and was, they have, it's one of the only times in 2008, too, why so many world records are broken, is they have these, again, getting technical here, they have the full body swimsuits suit. because yeah. men can't usually do that. Um, so they, they only have the bottom part of the swimsuits, but they have it, the full body ones, and it's much more uh, streamlined, and so everyone's a lot faster. Yeah, I got sound from Michael Phelps. You guys want to hear it? Let's go! <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling that was coming. That was a good one. Well Je- done. I, I've, where did Jason Lezak attend higher education? I wonder where he matriculated. <laughs> Could it possibly be the same place that you did? 
Ole, 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 ole. Gaucho, gaucho. See, I knew it was coming. Well, Phelps is from the DMV, so we got that. Yeah, he is. He is. Very true. So, just like Caleb Williams, who, uh, yeah, people seem to, Greg had completely forgotten. By the way, I was texting Greg yesterday. I was like, he was going on and on with some guy about how he had he had a Trojan bobblehead and he was a Bruin, blah, blah, blah. I was like, guys, that young man is from the District of Columbia. I just want you to hey, know that. For, yeah, but not not now. Not, anyway. not, like when he's getting ready. For, he's ours until he leaves and goes no, no, somewhere dude, else. He was the high school player of the year as a sophomore. Yeah, that's Gonzaga. dumb. He was a, that's that dude dumb. was nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Morales brought me a Caleb Williams bobblehead. How about Did that? He? Remember when I asked him this? He goes, yeah, I'll get right on that. Yeah, oh, right. And, and I, thought, just, I, I thought for <laughs> yeah, sure that yeah. meant he's not coming back So I see anything. him this morning. I poke my head in his office. And I say good morning to him. He goes, I can't say exactly what he said to me. He goes, here, blankety blank. And he tosses me one along the way. But it was a very, oh, a very nice moment. That's a nice gesture. Yeah, good, yeah. For, good for Morales. A okay. stick was in there. Noted. <laughs> Noted. That's a good but one. But it's, it's, it's a good bobblehead. I don't, I don't use that one enough. It's, it's a really good one it's, i i need to i can't i can't use it because it's kind of chris's ip i know he didn't come but it's his it's his thing IP. right it's one of those it's one of those words that is an insult to somebody that you like a lot you never say that to somebody right. you're actually trying to be mean to you know uh las vegas raiders wide receiver Devonte adams limped off the practice field today oh, no. with what appeared to be a leg injury suffered during a joint practice with the san francisco 49ers i know you got to practice I know you got to practice hard. I know that you need to go up against others to, you know. To sh- I don't like iron, joint practice. Iron sharpens iron. I get, I get, I get the whole thing. Football practice, man. Ugh. Like, I, I don't know how you avoid this because every we've seen Joe Burrow go down. Yeah, we've seen Devontae Adams potentially go down. It's just the reason we turn on these games is because we want to watch the Adamses and the Burrows of the world. And I just don't know how you get ready without doing these things. I was watching the Dodgers telecast the other day, and this is related. And James Outman said the reason he stopped playing football and just started to play baseball at times is he hated practicing football. He was like, I just don't like doing it. He's like, I like playing games. I just don't like practicing it that much. And stuff like this is the reason why. The potential to get hurt playing football is off the charts astronomical compared to every other sport out there. So the last couple of days that we were down at Rams camp, I was mm-hmm. with Kirk, I was with DeMarco. We talked with Roland Williams, uh, talked with Jackie Slater. Uh, Key was down there. I got a chance to, to oh, nice. chat with Key a little bit. And I asked them all the same question because they're they're watching practice. You could tell they're watching it different than the way you and I watch. Sure, it. having yeah. having they experienced it things. Yeah. and just having been through it, they right. know what it feels like. Right, and I would like you miss it without a man. Hell no, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> just no, of course not. It hurts. Right, football hurts. It does. Alvin was a good football player. Was double yeah. no hitter by the way in this game right now. Oh yeah, what are we? Oh, Nobody. No, I guess that's like I the realized that you know, both people, both runners that we had got via walks. Okay. All right, D.C. and Penn, where are they from in Pennsylvania? Media, Pennsylvania. I don't know where that is, but I'm just going to loosely say Philly. Let's Emily, see. you're going to make me do this Tyreek Hill one, aren't you? This, this, yes. Yeah, so I'm going to let you guys do it because I'm sitting it out. What's okay? going on? Tyreek Hill listed his top wide receivers of all time. Okay. Oh, here we go with this. Tony Brown, Terrell Owens, uh, Torrey Holt, Calvin Johnson, Randy Moss. Okay. Go ahead. What's, what's the problem here? Go is ahead. Jerry Rice not I, on the list? Is not, it, is, and I'm not participating because he's not. <laughs> okay. I mean. Like, no, it's like listing the greatest hockey players of all time and not having Wayne Gretzky on the list. It's uh, like having the no, greatest. No, it's, it's not y- like that. Yes, yes, it is. No, it's not. It's like having the greatest five quarterbacks of all time and not having but, Tom Brady but on the Wayne list. Wayne also has the stats. Are Jerry, so does Jerry Rice. Okay, but I mean, I think, well, Wayne's stats, I mean, what I'm saying is that Wayne's stats are astronomically off the charts compared to other so people. So are Jerry Rice's. Yeah, It's not know. even close. I still would pick Randy Moss over Jerry Rice, pretty much. Then you go ahead. You guys can talk Wait, about You know this. my favorite Randy Moss? Okay, I, I will. My favorite Randy Moss highlight clip is 
There's a highlight. A disgusting act. There's a real. There's a. There's a highlight clip. If, if you can type this in, it's Randy Moss touchdowns over forty yards. The thing is seven minutes long and there are no replays. And you're just like, yo, you sort of forget like he was on a completely different plane than a lot of other people. I'm, I get the rice discussion, but like when I think it's about not a discussion, I, I think about clearly I, when I think about like, yo. Jerry Rice was a great player on a great team, but Randy Moss is a player that the way he played the position to me, it it stands out as more eye-popping. Randy to, Moss might be yeah. more eye-popping, I mean, and he may have had a greater opinion. YouTube channel, I mean, the but guy he was wasn't a, a better player. football no, it's, That's not the conversation. I don't, know. I don't know that I've ever actually seen a better pro athlete than Randy Moss in his prime outside no. of, like, Deion Sanders, if I'm being honest, like with my eyeballs, you know, so. Yeah, Randy never Moss saw both player. No, I mean, I saw Bo play baseball, but I also think that Dion was a better athlete than Bo in, so, in many regards. But, you know, that's. Dion, I'm not throwing. I don't know if there's ever been something like Bo. No, but Bo also, I mean, I think, again, they played at the same time. I think Bo, I think people looked at Bo's sort of off the chartsness as different. Dion, I thought, was sort of a, a better gamer in a lot of ways in terms of how he used what he had in order to try to make his team better. But that's another discussion. My point is, is that that list is very short of human beings, and Randy Moss is on it. On this day in 1991. John Daly as the ninth alternate to enter the tournament. <laughs> Your boy. Ninth, so nine other guys need to say, I can't make it. I got hurt. I got sick. My right. flight got canceled. Not one guy. Nine other guys had to pull the plug. <laughs> John Daly gets into the field as the ninth alternate, and he wins the damn thing pretty comfortably. He wins it by three strokes. And I know that we know who John Daly is now sure. and the legend that has become J.D. over the last 25, 30 years. John Daly was no one. He a was non -guy. a bumpkin from Arkansas. <laughs> Literal non-guy. With yeah. a mullet who could hit the ball a mile. And we're like, well, this is the greatest thing ever. And it was. <laughs> it was and continued to be. I mean, his, his personal troubles obviously sort of ended his – so here's the thing. John Daly could have actually been a megastar, even with that ridiculous lifestyle. But <laughs> – his kind choices. You did talk about performance related. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I just mean like he—he's still—he never really elevated above kind of cult hero. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, he's famous. Obviously, a lot of people know who he is. But like, there is a world in which. I don't know. John Daly could have, if he so chose, could have ran for office somewhere. You know oh, what I yeah. mean? Like, but that that obviously is not the case as a result of again his personal choices. But yeah, that guy really went from nobody to somebody. John Daly's got this. John Daly, I think, only won three tournaments in his life. That's amazing. And two of them were majors. <laughs> That's yeah, pretty incredible. That he won the that tournament. He won the British Open one year, and then he won some weird San Francisco event. Oh, oh look who walked in! Hey, he's already got Stranger. his headphones on. Ready How to we go. doing? Let me throw this one in there before we start yeah. a little super cross talk here. Um, Jorge sent me this yesterday. This is important. Fast food giant Taco Bell announced on Tuesday <laughs> that they will be giving out free Doritos Locos Tacos every Tuesday. Uh, this comes after it's announced that their rival Taco John would be dropping its Taco Tuesday trademark. So if you're inclined, there will be a Doritos Locos Taco with your name on it every Tuesday. It starts August 15th through September 5th. So it's only a couple weeks. It's a little stunt casting there yeah. for, for Taco Bell. I don't mind that. Have you had the Doritos Loco Taco? I have not had the Doritos Locos Taco. I haven't had Taco Bell since probably Y2K, if we're being honest. That you know long? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, I have, listen. I got a job these days. When I take the elevator to the top floor, I can eat other stuff. Back in those yeah, days, two-bite salad. Sure, yeah, exactly. The choices, the choices were a little different. John, so. you seem intrigued. I haven't had Taco Bell since I'm with Clinton. Yeah. I haven't had it in probably so maybe, 20 maybe years. Maybe I'm confusing your intrigue with confusion. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I don't understand. Like, did you, did you eat Taco Bell like this year? Yes. You did? Oh yeah. Is there one by your house? Yeah. 
I have a, okay. I have a uh, Taco Bell that's walking distance from my house. Do you go there often? I go there some nights. Yeah, <laughs> that's the correct answer. Some, some nights. nights Taco yeah. Bell is the right choice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're headed home. It's like it's right there. I get it. It's the last thing I'm going to see before true. I get home. I, I can't. I have not lived anywhere near a Taco Bell or worked anywhere near a Taco it's Bell. Not in quite ages. walking distance, but. Sometimes be. a burrito supreme with extra sour cream is oh, like mace. Sometimes my jam. You're speaking <laughs> my language. You're speaking my language. Sometimes. Absolutely. Still a little super crosstalk. <laughs> All right, Mace, you're back. And so I to, am. today I'm Welcome going back. to the ballpark Thank you. to oh, see nice. Fernando get his Propers, as I like to say, and we've been discussing his legacy for the past couple days here with Travis. And I said something that was a little bit of a surprise to Travis, but I think we discussed it made sense. And I want to know if you agree with me. To me, the most famous Los Angeles Dodger there is is Fernando Valenzuela. The most famous. More famous than Sandy Koufax. I think you're forgetting somebody. More famous than... There's two somebodies, I think. There are two somebodies? The, I, answer, I the answer to the question you've posed is Jackie Robbins. Jackie Robbins. Jackie Jackie Robbins. Robbins. Oh, slow, slow down. Yeah. Jackie Robinson never played for the Los yeah. Angeles Dodgers. Well, he that's played my, at UCLA. That's, that's my point, though. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying, uh, Los Angeles Dodgers, when you think about, like, and I'm saying this is somebody that's not from here. Right. If I think about the L.A. Dodgers, the person I think about is Fernando Valentino. If you so, found a, a 30-year-old, okay, somewhere, yep. and took a picture and showed them Fernando Valenzuela and Tommy Lasorda, are they not more likely to recognize Tommy than yeah, Fernando? Yeah, they are. Well, because they are. Tommy lasted a little longer. And, uh, right. and did a bunch of TV commercials. The, okay. That. Tommy, I think, I think is the... in the regard of the game but, of but the I players. Think were, yeah, players. Yeah, you know what I'm what saying? Like, saying, Fernando, yeah. and this is where I, I, we were talking about this because we talked about how long it took for him to get his number retired, the Hall of Fame discussion, all that. And to me, as somebody that's, you know, come here lives here now but obviously didn't grow up here i'm like yo there's fernando and there's right. everybody else well behind that well, like, and i've been i've been here what 30 years and I, but i missed uh fernando mania sure. so everything i know about fernando comes from the uh lore the, the documentary Larry, fernando mania yeah, fernando mania <laughs> yeah. that's where i learned yeah about what I'm, it was like in john do you vividly remember it the way that i oh, do yeah yeah it, it was we were talking about it earlier it was not just that he was Mexican and had come here in a, in a community that has a lot of Mexican immigrants, Mexican Americans. Yep. You you almost lose track of the fact how good he was. Right. That when he showed up, his first 18 starts, he went 10 and 0 with yep. five shutouts, eight complete games, and an ERA of under a half a run. It was 0. 0.4. Right. And the phenomena of Fernando Mania resonates. And I think that people that didn't even experience it remember it. But the excellence of performance, I think, has gotten lost somehow, yeah, some yeah, way perhaps. that how good he was has gotten missed. That's you where the what, Hall of Fame discussion comes in. Well, yeah. You know what's that. interesting about the Hall of Fame? Like, I completely understand that Fernando's numbers may not be Hall of Fame worthy compared to other pitchers that are in the Hall of Fame. But, you know, I come from the NBA. Pau Gasol's going into the NBA Hall of Fame this weekend. The reason Pau Gasol's going in... International. Right. Is that... He came from Spain and basically was the greatest player to come out of Spain yep. ever, and now we're going to see people coming in for Spain. Why isn't Fernando afforded the same courtesy? Again, he should be. Again, this is exactly what my he point was. Be. I was like, listen, as somebody that was a huge baseball fan my whole life who wasn't from here, there, Fernando Valenzuela is what you knew of the Los Angeles Dodgers in terms of lore to a certain degree. It stuns me that if, it took this long Pau for Gasol's this to If name was Pete Gates, right. okay, <laughs> I'm not sure he gets in. 
But Pau Gasol gets in for sure for his contributions internationally to the game. I think you can make the same argument for Fernando. Absolutely. And the no Dodgers, doubt. by the way, no are, doubt. are breaking protocol here. There's only one guy yeah. whose number is retired. Jim Gilliam. Yeah, who died. Well, that's yeah. the thing. Prematurely. The protocol to yeah. me is bizarre in this scenario. I'm like, again, well, what it's it does Fernando. Do, so rules are generally stupid I, because you need to have some context to your rules. Right, but I can tell you why the Lakers do it is because – the Lakers rule is if you get into the Hall of Fame, we'll retire your number. And the reason is that if they didn't do it that way, you could make an argument for 20 other people. Sure. You can make an argument for Robert Ori. Hit some of the biggest shots. Like a shots. Derek Fisher type? You can make an argument for Derek Fisher. Yeah. Uh, you certainly can make an argument. I actually think Michael Cooper's going to get in. To the and, Hall of Fame. Yeah, I do. And uh, and then, but, but they won't retire his number unless he does. And the reason that the Lakers would literally run out of numbers if, if you know, if they were like, like the, the Celtics, Celtics yeah, the Celtics exactly. have retired like 40 guys. Right. I mean, I mean, I get all that. But my point is, in that scenario, devil's advocates and potential pitfalls down the line. None of those people are Fernando. Right. None, right. none of them. Well, and by the know. way, the, the numbers are better than we think. I mean, he, that's what Travis was getting at. Yeah. 173 games in his career and had a 3.54 ER. Not, not that's go, pretty damn good. It, it is. It's good, but it's not Hall of Fame. It's good. not. And, and to go into the more modern numbers, that the the number to get into the Hall of Fame as a pitcher, your is career 200? war is about 60 something. Sure. Yeah. And his is significantly. Well, lower. I mean, right. if you guys want the best example, I mean, and it's and a lot of this is political. There is no legitimate reason Kurt Schilling should not be in the Hall of Fame. He was the, he was the best big game pitcher maybe in the history of baseball. He's not in the Hall of Fame because he's a jerk. Well, well, to be fair, that's the other side of the coin that I don't mind either. If people don't like you, you know, so what? But that's not Fernando's situation. It's right? No, saying. that's was, not. It doesn't that, relate that, to Fernando. Right. That's, that, that, well, that's my, my my point is that there's no consistency here. Right. I mean, no, uh, you're right. You know, yeah. if, if if you're not going to let Schilling in. Uh, how does well, Fernando? Yeah, I mean, Schilling should be in. I mean, he said a bunch of wackadoodle stuff. Wackadoodle stuff, yes. And Schilling, to your this kind of makes your point, John. And I think it cuts the other way a little bit too. Almost all of Schilling's excellence is postseason excellence. His that, regular season but stuff I mean, is but fairly pedestrian. Those are yeah, yeah. All, Trav. In most sports, what gets you in yes. is stunning, blow me away statistics like yep. Dan Fouts, yeah, right, or ridiculous postseason success like Derek Jeter. Yeah. But or this Pedro Martinez. This is the problem with Cooperstown is that and in general and which then leads into the Dodgers. I just it blows my mind to me that of all of the things we have capable to put somebody in who has impacted the game that much that has taken this long, point being, I'm really glad I'm going to be there today. Like, I'm right. genuinely yeah. looking forward to it. By the way, that. I was watching last night, and uh, everybody should be in their seats by 6 o'clock tonight for the uh, ceremony. Okay. All right. Because it's going to – it'll start with all kinds of – Video tributes. Yeah, and, all, right. all that stuff. Yeah. That's good yeah. to know. It, yeah. Thank you. It's going to be they, – they did one for Oral a couple weeks ago that I went, yeah. had a chance to I go to. I was at the Oral Did you go to that one, one too? Yeah, it was, was terrific. Oral's not in the Hall of Fame, right? He's not. Yeah. He's not. And, and I, I guess that's the argument for that once you decide to do these things, that the gate is open for you know right. the next best really good guy. Right. And, and, and Hershiser's numbers, the numbers themselves are better than Fernando. So I remember yeah. at one point yeah. a friend of mine who works for the Lakers said, hey, you know, in the media room, um, there are certain groups of people, like there's Laker employees who always sit at one table and they were reserving tables. And so he said, hey, I came up with the idea of I want to name a table – like so, so we'll know the tables aren't numbered. So he goes, we'll have a Shaq table and a Kobe table and a Kareem table, and I go, they'll never let you do it. And I said, because once you start somebody's naming them, out. somebody's going to get mad. Not and uh, where's and, my table? Right, yeah. right. And so, and 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 so that's why 
for example, the Lakers just made a rule, and for the most part, the Dodgers have this rule. But now, as, as you mentioned, it's the second time they're going away from it. They retired Jim Gilliam, and now they're going to retire Fernando. And now, Trav, to your point, I think they have to do it for Oral. Sure. Well, and, it, they, and by the way, Oral's numbers are really pretty good. They're I mean, terrific. He won 204 yeah. games with yes. a three and a half ERA. They're terrific. Yeah, right. I mean, those are really strong. Yes. Plus, he's got the, right. the record, so wait, which wait. will stand for as long and, as... So and stick what you are talking about here. a second ago, wild postseason success. Yeah, yeah. Um, then I think once you do it for Oral, you have to do it for Steve Garvey. Yeah, I guess I just this stuff is this all is so far down the line to me because again, none of these people are Fernando Valenzuela, you know, right. and that's that's where mm. I feel like I don't think they're well, Fernando. Fernando yeah, was I don't a think they're phenomenon. They're, again, and that is a factor here. It's still called the Hall of Fame for yeah, a reason, right. and I do think that if like, and this is sort of a larger discussion I, issue I have with the baseball world in general, which is. The, the the people who are obsessed with the numbers do not in fact represent most people who actually like baseball right. in terms of the larger populace of fans around the country never mind around the globe and this to me is such an obvious one this it's like is, uh, you can tell the story of Mexican American baseball fans and the whole entire lineage of that through one guy who everybody loved for a period of time in which he dominated the league what are we doing right you know? well right. does everybody remember the Scott Rowland phenomenon when that took off and nice. remember we were I, I, I'm all so glad thrilled see, by see that. what I'm saying can I, can right. I be honest for a second? Yeah. Was Scott Rowland ever the best player on his own team? No. No. They're, they're, Scott Rowland was the one that made me give up. Yeah. 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 It, it, was, I, it, was, it was literally the one that, okay, this is stupid. Right. And that's, this is this is stupid. And I don't mean to crap on Scott Rowland specifically, but it was one of those, no one ever was driving up the hill at Dodger Stadium well, I saying, see Scott tonight Rowland. I get to see Scott <laughs> Rowland. It's Scott Rowland night. And that's right. where, I, that's where from a larger sort of cultural standpoint, I'm fighting a battle that's almost bigger than Fernando yeah, in some yeah. ways. Right. It's like, look, this guy mattered too much to keep him out based on what he did compared to, I don't know, Scott Rowland. <laughs> so, know? Trav, you, you brought up the question earlier. Uh, you guys were talking about, we did this earlier in the week, um, the, about the guy who wears a Packers jersey to the Rams-Niners <laughs> game. Oh, right. What? right? And like, so what's random. It? So here's my pet peeve. Okay. And it was so funny because I said, immediately the name that popped into my head was Dave Singer. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Um, is the guy who wears a Dodger jersey with his own name on the back? Oh, never! That's I, a cardinal I, offense, yeah, right? That is yeah. Actually and I said, is that is jailable. I go, I, I, go I, I haven't. I, I said, I, I haven't talked to him in years, but I guarantee you, Dave Singer has a Dodger jersey no with his name. And Singer called the show. He goes, I, and I said, do you have one? Yeah, of course. He Last has time it. you went to a Dodger game, did you wear it? Yes, I did. Man. Yeah, and I well, mean, the only the only jersey I have with my name on the back is LAFC. Which sure, they gave yeah. it. To wait, 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 wait. That, that you're okay because right, you were right. the, the Falconer. Falconer. Yes, yes. Falconer, I, I, yeah. yes, I have a couple of jerseys that have been given with my name on them as well from teams like you know various. Teams I have a couple of LAFC ones with my name on yeah. for the yeah. morning show when we go out there. Nice. And right. I have one other jersey. That has my name on it. When I worked for the Angels, mm-hmm. um, did you throw I, out the first pitch or something? Throw out the first pitch. They nice. gave me a jersey with my name on it. If you ever wonderful. wear it to a game, you're a loser. <laughs> There's another wrinkle to this particular jersey. They had our frequency on the back instead of a number. It has oh. 830. Yeah. Okay. So it's a three digit number. Oh, on yeah. your Can't back. wear that. Oh. And my, Does that work for so you? You look my, like a whale. My, my <laughs> friends delight in pointing out that I am one of the you two take people up that can pull off a three digit number across <laughs> my back. That is yeah, funny. It but is we, a it, weird look. When we were talking about this, it led to a whole discussion about. Did you guys see the picture of Carson Wentz earlier this week? Yeah, he had. Yeah, he was doing all the different things. Right, so he had an yeah, yeah. Eagles helmet, a uh, Commanders jersey, and Colts shorts. Yeah, is that allowed? Can I go 
to a Dodger game with a Red Sox hat <laughs> and a Dodger jersey. If you're Carson Wentz, you can do it because right. it's you're leaning into the fact that you're auditioning for work. You have no work. Right. right. But if John Ireland shows up at a Dodger in game in a Red Sox hat, a Cincinnati Red shorts, and Marlins t-shirt, then yeah. you're just a jackass. Mason makes swirls all the time when he comes in. Like, right now you might be doing it. What no, no. no you're I, all Rams. I always ma- I'm a professional matcher. Uh, I'm wearing Rams and Rams. Rams I have hat, another Rams rule you that, that you're currently violating. Saturday? Tonight? Saturday. Are you going to the game? No, he doesn't do preseason. No, pre-season. no I'm having no. Okay. You, you're, you're I, I gave away. I sold my tickets. Okay. Yeah. Very well. Somebody bought them. Yes, somebody <laughs> did. <laughs> wow, there you go. Two hundred bucks a seat for preseason. For pre-season. They, yeah. Are they under the impression that Taylor Swift is still? Yeah, they think Taylor is going to be there, <laughs> hanging around yeah. to do the halftime show. So, what do you think about this? And Mason is currently violating the rule that I'm about to throw. Oh, out no. Okay. Uh-oh. What is it? More than one piece of. Logoed items at any time. Not at a not at a game. At a game, you're okay. Yeah. At a sure. game, if you go to a Dodger game with a Dodger jersey and a Dodger hat on, you're fine. Okay. But if you go to a game with an Angels jersey and it's a Dodgers Giants game, that makes no sense. Right. To me. And there are those random people at Rams games. Who oh, I'm like, what are you? They're so a Tampa obsessed. Bay Buccaneers right, they're so for? obsessed with letting everybody know who they root for. That you know what football cares. is. Like, as if anybody cares, you're at a game with two opponents and you're bringing in a third element. That's how egomaniacal you are. I yeah, don't get it. Emily's right. It's like a football costume. It's yeah, like this, right. This is right. my yeah. costume that right. I wear to these games, as opposed to I like this particular team. Very quickly before I jump out of here. Um, has there been anything even remotely close that you guys can recall to Fernando Mania? Where just a dude showed oh, yeah. up that, what is it? When Hideo Nomo came to pitch for the Dodgers, it reinvented itself. When Jeremy Lin went to the Knicks. Lin's that was a good example. About. It Lin's was, a good example. It was the, you couldn't get into the garden. I called the 38-point game against the Lakers when yeah. Kobe famously said before the game, I don't know who this kid is. <laughs> you guys are all asking. And then Jeremy Lin drops 38 on yeah. him. Yeah. That, Lynn's the right answer. So Lynn's sanity was was comparable to Fernando Media, but Nomo, like if you go back and look at the attendance when Fernando pitched, the attendance was off the charts, John. But the difference is we hadn't seen him, but you knew you knew he was a successful pro just in a Correct. different league. Yeah, like Lynn's like. Who the hell is this right. guy? When, when he's watching when Ivy League Nomo, basketball. When Nomo, when Nomo won Rookie of the Year for the Dodgers, he would pitch, and and the attendance would be Dodgers always draw well, but the attendance would be. 35, 37, 36, 52 yeah. when Nomo pitched. Yeah. And that was Fernando. You know, it would be good attendance. And then when Fernando pitched, you couldn't get a ticket. And Fernando, too, the games weren't even, very few of the games were on television. Mm. You know, there, there was before. If you had on TV, on you could TV watch. On TV was the yeah. only way you could do it. There was no ESPN package. There's no Fox Sports or Bally's or any of that stuff. That one t- You'd get a game of the week. If you were lucky at Dodger Stadium, right. you had to wait for them to go on the road, and they'd be on Channel 11. Right. right. That was it. The one guy I remember that was like a super phenomenon, and it's old school. Clint, you, know. you guys don't know. No. Mark Fidrich. Uh, oh, the Mark bird. Fidrich, the bird. Yeah. Who, who had like a two-season career, was unbelievable, was famous because he talked to himself the entire game. Well, he talked game. to the ball. Talked yeah. to the ball. I mean, it was he like- do yeah. write things in like the dirt. Like a super weird, right, yeah. Yeah. weird Vida thing. Blue, Vida Blue was on a similar sort of was a Vida Blue there, yeah. Of, yeah, I mean, Vida Blue was a guy who did, I mean, he won three- Just passed it, away, right? Yeah. 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 I did a lot of, re- I wrote about him, so I, I did a lot of research on him. I remember looking back thinking, my God, this guy was a monster, you yeah. know, for a good- Four or five seasons, and then it just kind of went away. It may not be a 30 for 30, but it's a do- I think it is, but it, it's a doc that's out there somewhere on Fidrich. Yeah. I think it's a 30 for 30. Yeah. Unbe- not just the base, but what happened post baseball life. Oh, yeah. And he had a very tragic death. It's, mm. yeah. It's, 
fascinating. Well, I saw him pitch in the minors after he had already done that stuff at oh. the big league level, and he was trying to figure out what was right. I don't think he ever made it back to the big wow. leagues. I don't think so. No. And, and he that's when Monday Night Baseball was a thing. Remember oh, they had Monday Keith Night. Jackson I also remember Sat- Saturday yeah. afternoon baseball. Oh, yeah, was Game of the Week. Right. With Joe Gragiola and Tony Kubek. Kubek and Gragiola and Scully. And Yeah, it was a... Good time to be a Dodger yeah, fan at yeah. that time. Yeah. Super Crosstalks brought to you by In-N-Out Burger. In-N-Out, that's what a hamburger is all about. We'll see you Monday.